It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Well, 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 (laughs) welcome again to Sheba Shares, a part of the Diva Divas That Care Network. Um, I'm so grateful and so, I mean, this experience is just amazing. I love the fact that I'm able to interview, to share this space of learning. I've learned a lot. (laughs) I'm just, you know. (laughs) delving into certain topics and exploring, you know, things, expanding, you know, my mindset, not only minds, but also those who are listeners literally across the world. And so we have another amazing, amazing woman who I so happen to know personally, right? Um, And then as well as professionally, as far as my work that I do. And I thought that she would be a great person to bring onto our um, platform today. And so I wanted to introduce you listeners, everyone who's listening to my sister, my friend, Sheila. Sheila, hey girl. <laughs> hey, good morning. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. I love it. You are so, so welcome. So listen, I'm not gonna jump into the whole whole shebang just yet i just want to take maybe like a minute or so introduce yourself let us know why why are you so amazing why tell me (laughs) (laughs) all right i'll try to make it make it short so um as you said uh we are friends and uh i just think everything you're doing doing for the divas that care is amazing and um so so honored to be able to uh share in this platform so um I, i think the, the easiest thing is, you know, I'm just very, very mindful um, of the position that I'm in, and I just want to help lead more. So um, currently, I am a branch vice president for credit union, and I've been doing that going on seven years. So a day in the life, I'm able to talk to all different types of people, from young to old to millionaires, to someone starting out their first job. And I learn from each and every one of them. Uh, I think what makes me amazing is the title does not stop me from building a relationship and getting to really know and see what I can do to assist because I believe everyone in every part of their lives need help. So um, I speak with a lot of different people um, and it's amazing how we have some of the same mindsets. So I'm just really grateful to be able to use my platform to get out there in the community, especially our community, and share that knowledge, um, you know, wholeheartedly, not for any type of gain, but really just because it's what I love to do. I think it's my purpose for sure. Wow, that's so amazing. So just to give you a little bit of um, content, our topic today is about financial literacy and others would deem it as financial wellness, right? And speaking of which, let's just jump right into it. Let's jump right into it, right? (laughs) Because I hear these, you know, different terms, financial literacy, financial wellness, you know. So is there a difference between financial literacy and financial wellness? 
Um, I, I absolutely think so. I, I think the term financial wellness is something that you're going to hear a lot more of. It's more of like a like a hashtag phrase because it's uh, more understandable than like your finance financial literacy. So you think of literacy as, you know, that, that understanding, um, it makes it more textbook and sometimes we lose our audience. So in financial literacy, I would coin it as your understanding of your finances from, you know, how to balance a checkbook or how to uh, pay your bills on time. Uh, I like to think that financial wellness with that wellness piece is to, you know, really assist. So you think about the core values, you know, you need to eat, you need shelter, and you need to be able to take care of the things that are important to you. And that's that wellness part. And without that, you can get ill. So um, with the financial wellness part, and I, I share that with my members, it's very important um, that we start talking more about it so that we can have an overall wellness. Because most people, they'll have a lot of their stuff together, but then that last part, like financially, you know, where are you with that? Wow, that, you know, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> because no, I, you know, you, if you think about it, I mean, think about it in its simplest form, right? If I, let's say, let's say for instance, I start getting these symptoms, right? Right. So I get these symptoms that appear to be like a cold or what have you. And I'm just like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, ignoring it, um, acting as if it doesn't exist. You know, maybe perhaps maybe doing like little things to, um, as they say, band-aid it, right? Um, so I'll right. get a orange juice, you know, something, you know, whatever the case may <laughs> be. And like you said, eventually you'll get ill. You know, it might turn into a flu. Yeah. It might turn into a pneumonia. It might turn into, you know, all these different um, phases, if I can say, or different dynamics or aspects of illness, right? And the same holds true Absolutely. as it relates to your finances. If you don't Absolutely. handle your business, right? If you don't, if you keep ignoring, which we're going to get into this in a minute, because I learned, oh my goodness, I learned <laughs> a lot about financial wellness. And one of the, the, the biggest things that I've noticed is you know, it, it reminds me so much of like emotional intelligence. There's some type of emotion. Like you said, financial literacy is just textbook. Listen, this is what it is. This is the right. fact. This is your credit score. This is your utilization. This is your, you know, but the wellness really connects and dives into this emotional uh, relationship, if I can say, that we have with money, right? And like Absolutely. you said, it's like, you know, this hashtag, this coin phase, but people are really, really starting to pay attention to it because in my opinion, I think just with a physical sickness, right? Uh, there's like financial, people are sick financially. Um, and then the, the funny part is that it actually does affect your physical well-being as well. You, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So it's, just, it's like, it's so interesting. So, um, so what do you have to say about that? What do you, what is your thoughts about that? So absolutely. I, I think, so I kind of go through like the, for, especially for this topic, like the top three things is, you know, your financial relationship, your money behaviors and getting uncomfortable with that financial wellness, so to speak. Right. Wait, wait, so, wait, 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 hold on, sis. You, gotta, <laughs> you know, you got to say that again. Come on. You know, you got to say it again. Say it again. <laughs> So we're going to go your financial relationship, mm -hmm. your money behaviors, and getting uncomfortable with your financial wellness, because that is the ultimate goal. Yeah, 
It's true. Right? Mm-hmm. It's so, so, so uh-huh. it, Right. I, I had to stop right. that. <laughs> <laughs> My heart started beating so, fast. <laughs> right. So when I think of, so let's start with the first one. So your financial relationship. So that relationship part, like with any, think of any relationship that you have, you know, you have to nurture it. You have to be in the moment. You have to be um, engaged, right? It takes two to be in any type of relationship that you're in. So for a financial relationship, you have to find that information. So I'll tell you a short story. So for me, um, you know, Sheba, we grew up together. So we made it happen, right? But we did not always have that guidance. So we worked a lot. I worked my first job. I worked. I saved up. I knew nothing about credit, nothing about finances. I had to figure that out. And the relationship I had was, I don't want to owe people because I've heard so much about it from my mom and my family members. And their relationship with it didn't seem positive. And I wanted a different financial relationship for me because I knew, especially growing up in New York, that I wanted something different. I didn't want that paycheck to paycheck life. And I wanted to have a better relationship, right? So that goes into the next one, your money behaviors. How are you with money? So behaviors are either taught or learned, right? So someone teaches you, you know, how to behave. You know, you go to church, you sit down, you listen. You don't play around, you don't scream, or you get smacked, right? Right, or So, (laughs) right. (laughs) So you know you don't cut up in church, but if you're outside, you can cut up a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. Now we're talking about what's learned. I watch the people around me and their behaviors with money. So don't spend what you don't have to show off for someone who doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Right. So with my money, I made sure if I was going to spend money, I needed to make sure it was something for me because it was what I wanted to do. I wasn't trying to attract someone else. If I wanted to go out to eat and have a nice, a nice steak, that's what I was going to do. My bills were always going to be paid, but I wasn't going to be just spending money just for the sake of it, right? Then you go into your next one, getting uncomfortable. Uh, Although I am a VP and I talk about financial wellness all the time, there was a time where I was not where I am now. You know, I am a homeowner, but I just recently bought my home right before COVID. So a lot of people think, oh, you've got it all together. No, this financial wellness is an everyday thing. And just like in any relationship, there are uncomfortable times. You're, you're shifting, you're growing, right? You, you are learning more about money and now you're getting uncomfortable because now, oh, I've got a mortgage. I might not be able to eat all those steaks that I wanted to eat. I got I got to get uncomfortable to say, hey, I, I, I would love to go hang out and have drinks. I just can't because I have a responsibility. And if I don't get uncomfortable up front, then it's going to make me uncomfortable later because what happens, I can't pay that mortgage. Then something happens with my car. And because my money behaviors were bad, I can't pay for that car. And then my financial relationship is bad because now creditors are coming for me because I haven't paid. So those all go together and you have to have those conversations and especially, especially in the black community, mm-hmm. especially for black women, because we are trending as leaders of the household financially. Yes, we are. <laughs> so we are now, right there. Y'all can't see my 
we are leading. So it's very important because they always say more money, more problems. That is it. Because you get more money and then the things that you had out of reach are now in reach. And then your behaviors about money change. And then you're no longer getting uncomfortable with yourself because you're like, I got it. I'm good. And then you get sick. And then your financial wellness has you sitting trying to figure out what to do next because you didn't game plan. Wow. You know, that's very, very, um, it's powerful. Um, it's impactful. It's insightful. It's needed. You know, it's needed. Yeah. It's, you mentioned something about um, having the right conversations, right? Do you suggest or do you recommend that a person, whether it be a woman, man, whomever, right? Do you suggest that they have these conversations with any and everybody? Like, do you, you know, because you know, sometimes they say, oh, I have an accountability partner or, um, right. you know, whenever you're trying to obtain a goal or whatever the case may be, what, you know, who should people have these conversations with and what should these conversations look like? So, you know, that's a really great question. And maybe I would say before, you know, this evolution of this wellness, I would have said, yeah, absolutely. Shout it to the world. Have a conversation with everyone in your circle. But now I would say everyone usually knows an expert, someone that is top of their class and the thing that they do best. In my opinion, I highly recommend to speak to a financial advisor uh, or a banker, someone that specializes in that particular thing that can be unbiased. They can also be your accountability partner. Right. And they can be someone that you can be 100% uncomfortable and honest, because I'm going to tell you this. One of the top reasons people get divorced or have falling out is because of money. Yep. And it's because we're not having that uncomfortable conversation because that person knows us and they use that against us. They start to judge us based off of how we want to change and have a better financial wellness relationship. So you start talking about money with your friends, like, hey, I noticed the last couple of months you needed to borrow some money, but I also noticed you were going out every week. Why don't you have a conversation with me? Why don't you, would you like to come meet my financial advisor? This is why I'm not going out. Sometimes you alienate people because they think that you're trying to be better than them when you're really trying to educate them. And then that in turn stops you from getting uncomfortable with yourself. So I would say kind of find that person that you look up to that has that experience because you really are going to learn from them. You're going to see their behaviors. You're going to see why if something comes up out of nowhere, they're not stressed, they're not running around, they're not asking, they're like, hey, something happened, I'm not going to be able to do this, but I was able to take care of this thing. That comfort in your financial wellness is going to override everything. And people get jealous. I'm going to just be honest with that, too, because you are making changes that are different than anyone in their circle. So they right. tell you if you're the smartest person in the room, you need a new room. Right. That That's yeah. kind of like that mindset. So um, I would definitely recommend most of my members. I am their accountability partner. I am the person that is like, OK, listen, this is what we can do based off of what we have. I'm not the person that's like, yeah, go and do that. But um, I absolutely think most places offer that service for free. 
Um, my credit union does. Most places do. Like, hey, I need to speak to a financial advisor. I need to get some things in order. I need a game plan. Right. right. And you need that because if you're not uncomfortable with talking to yourself about it, you need to be uncomfortable with talking to someone else. So mm. that way that conversation gets better. And then your financial relationship gets stronger. And that's what every relationship needs strength by having uncomfortable conversations. <laughs> it's so funny how I think that, I mean, literally everything in this world, the foundation is a relationship. You know, yes. I mean, it's like amazing how some of the principles that apply to a relationship or a marriage or, you know, a, a covenant committed part, you know, partnership or, or, or um, you know, it applies to money. You know, it's just, it's like the craziest yes. thing ever. It like, does. I mean, I actually had a conversation with my husband about that a few years ago um, because I forgot, like, he did something and, you know, me anyway, but <laughs> we're not going to go to that part. <laughs> but we're going to go to the part was where he taught me something and he said it. He said, the more uncomfortable we are, the more we'll grow. And sometimes Absolutely. we think that it's vice versa. Like, oh, everything is going to be, you know, roses and, and <laughs> wine and cheese and crackers. And he's like, no, sweetie. Mm -mm, nope, nope, nope. That's not it. You know what no. I mean? Because like you said, just like in any relationship, the longer you're in it, the more you learn about it. And the same holds true for money. The longer you're, you have it and managing it well, let me put it like that. Not, you know, not, right. but, and you're managing it well, the more you'll learn how to, uh, to work in like, a, you know, you heard this term, um, I want money to work for me. And that's really right. what's that alluding, what that is alluding to is I want money to work for me. So in other words, what you're saying is that I want to learn how to manage money better. Really? It's not, Absolutely. it's not just, you know, having a thousand um, businesses and hustling and no, 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 no. Cause you can have a thousand businesses hustling and still know nothing about money. You know what I mean? That's why right. at the end of the year or whatever the case or the end of your goal phase or whatever it is, right? You can say, what do I have to show for my money? Like, you know, because <laughs> you have all of these different moving parts, but again, like no real game plan, game plan, sorry, and no accountability. So I think that that is absolutely amazing. And I know that you mentioned um, your, your clients. So tell me more, like, is, you know, tell me more about that. Like what, is this something that's like very close to your heart? And if it's, if it is, explain what it is and why is it that way? Absolutely. I, I would say um, for the last two years, my main focus has been to educating our youth as well as uh, talking to our uh, minority members in reference to home, home ownership. And the reason being is uh, there's a lot of fraud out there where it appears that people are unable to get homes. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a mindset and it's a combination of the world, the people they're around and what so-and-so told them. So if I'm given the opportunity, I have real conversations um, with my members and I let them know. So right now, I would say the last few projects, we I've been going into schools and educating uh, younger adults as small as seven years old, all the way up to high school, as well as their parents, wow. educating them and letting them know, do the research. You know, I can come and talk all day because I'm passionate about it and I love it, but do the research, go behind me. This isn't stuff that I'm made of. It may seem hard, it may seem challenging, but if you set aside a goal for yourself, it can be achieved. 
especially with home ownership and having an asset, COVID came and destroyed a lot of people's mindset about that. So now it's like, I'm just going to live in an apartment. You can still get the home that you want. You may have to wait a little bit longer than what you first initiated, but you can get it. Right. And that's okay. And I think just going through those conversations and speaking with my clients. And then lastly, uh, my focus is to uh, just really invest in our small business minority um, owners because uh, financial institutions have a lot of money to give. They do. That's how we make money. If we sent, give you a loan and you pay us back, right? But what I want to make sure our minority owners know is it's okay to ask for help. And it's okay if you ask for help and you get denied. Don't run out the room and not listen. So what we weren't doing a good job is educating them and letting them know, hey, I took this application sheet, but right now it's denied. And we gave no context. So what I'm doing is making sure that we have a really uncomfortable conversation. You know, what's your credit score? What's your tax returns look like? Are they completed? If they're not, why not? You are a business owner. You need to get that taken care of. I'm not going to give you money if you don't have what I need. And then if you're declined, this is what you need to do. You're getting all this money in. You need to pay your debt. You need to pay what you, what you have in collections. You need to stop having three Mercedes Benz. Why do you need that? And really helping them think differently. Why do you need that? Who are you trying to keep up with? And once we get that conversation, there's trust that's built. So um, all day, I'm just talking to business owners and helping pivot and get their business elevated to where they can come in, call me, hey, Sheila, this is what I need. We're good. And that's really what I've been doing. And again, this is something dear to my heart. So I'm not asking for compensation. I'm not asking for anybody to show me around. I'm asking for an opportunity to be honest about your business because that's what I specialize in. You do the work and we partner together. Wow. That's amazing. And so, I mean, how do you, what's your secret? How do you keep up with all of these things? Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, just your own yeah. life, uh, you know, uh, you have a beautiful family. I mean, you know what I mean? Girl, you have a lot yes. to <laughs> You know, I will say that, um, you know, there, I, I went to a um, business of African-American Black Forum last week. And one of the things uh, one of the speakers said is, you know, as a business owner, you have to sacrifice, right? And those sacrifices come out for the better. So some people are like, well, you're not a business owner. You just work for a corporation. To me, me working for the corporation and using my, my leverage to help business owners is my business. That's right. Yeah. So what I do is I make time. If you're going to make time to listen to me, I make time, but I do set, I do set the standard. If you call me after six, I won't answer. I'll follow up as early as six in the morning. You know, I'm up in the morning early. Um, and if I'm off or if I'm on vacation, I'll let you know a week in advance and I'll give you a point of contact. And if there's a 911, I'll, I'll try my best to assist, but I try not to overstretch myself because I do have a family. I do need to make sure my mental health is still intact. And I also, I want them to... I want to give them the tools so that can, they can go and they can share it with someone else. And um, I would say that's probably the most challenging part because I'm so, I want to help so much, um, but I've been learning to say no um, and just stay on track. If I'm out of the office, hey, I'm out of the office. 
I'll call you in the morning. And yes. they know, okay, Miss Sheila, I got you. That's so right. they're, you know, respect for each other's business. Respect for each other's business, respect for each other's time, you know. Right. Um, that's very, very important. So <clears throat> if you don't mind, if you can just repeat <laughs> our, what am I, gonna, <laughs> I don't even know what to call them. I feel like I have to coin the, the term. Our top threes one last time for the listeners. That Absolutely. So for the Beavers That Care series, the top three for financial wellness for me is financial relationship, money behaviors, and getting uncomfortable with your financial wellness. That is so excellent. And I'm hoping that the listeners, they got that. They got that. So one last, 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 last question. <laughs> because you know, I mean, at the core of my purpose, right? And everything I do is centered around women, which I have a few men that I think I want to interview too. But um, right. what does a wealthy woman look like to you? Wow, that's a good question. Um, so for me, I would say wealth, a wealthy woman has a beautiful smile, a warm, welcoming approach, and has no color. It's just all in their present. You walk into them, next to them, you immediately feel feel that aura, get that vibe, and you just want to know and be next to them and learn. It has nothing to do with money. I've learned so much from people that you would have never thought of. So a wealthy woman to me is just somebody that when you walk past, you see them and you're like, oh, she that I got to be like, her. I got to, I got to get next to her. I got to see, I got to see who she's talking with, what room she's in. Um, and, I, and, you know, I definitely hope that that's something that I attract. And if not, then I'm, I'm working on that. Um, and just being yourself, knowing yourself, you know, being very confident, uh, whether it's seen as arrogant, just knowing like, hey, when you see Sheila or when you meet Sheba, oh yeah, she's the real deal. Wow. Yeah, that came that came to me like you know. <laughs> that, I love I was, it. I'm gonna catch you off guard. No, I'm joking, but you did such an amazing, amazing job with that with that um with that response. And and, it, and you're right. Wealth is so beyond money. Financial wellness is even beyond money because you know one of the things that you're basically saying is that it's you know everything is relatable. You know what I mean? So yeah. even we're talking yeah. about. Thing, but it affects the next thing and more importantly which we've had these so everyone say hello to our live audience <laughs> and so hey. yes yes so we've had um these you know one-on-one -on -one conversations as it relates to this 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 desire this burning desire for this financial wellness to trickle down to our children and our children's children, you know? So it's not only is it relatable, but it's generational, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that's the main reason and the reason why I said, okay, I have to get Sheila on here. I have to get Sheila on here. <laughs> this can help. And even though, yes, we're in America, right? Because there are listeners around the world, but some of the same principles, the core of the principle is what we really want you to get and not only get, but practice, master, if that, you know, if that, if that. Absolutely. So master it, 
Um, like you said, spread the word, you know, because this is really what this platform is about. It's not only sharing this space, highlighting amazing women, but it's how does what Sheila know? How can I get it to other people in the world? And so thank you so much for sharing this time with me. Girl, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's always <laughs> an honor just to, you know, connect and we, we, you know, we've connected when we were younger, but now to right. see, you know, these, these amazing things that we've been able to accomplish. So it's very humbling. It's, you know, it's honoring. I just, I just love everything about it. So Ms. Sheila, tell us, where can we find you? If we wanted just services, if we wanted to see, you know, know more about you, where can we find you? So the the best way I, I'm I'm on social media, but it's more of a personal page. The best way is my LinkedIn page because I'm really active. You'll see a lot of my community involvement on there. So if you type my name in, I'll pop up um, okay. through LinkedIn, and um, I'll be posting a couple of things on my Instagram. But LinkedIn is probably the best way to catch me. It has all my contact contact information. I am available to talk to anybody at any time as long as there's availability. Right. Okay. You said as long as there's availability? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. I'm sorry, it, it broke up. Yeah, as long as there's availability, if, if we need to schedule, if it's a time constraint, um, I'm really big with letting you know what I'm available, what I'm not available. Uh, fastest way to catch me is probably email, uh, just because I'm always um, back and forth with my phone at, or at my desk. But yeah, I'm I'm available. Um, I, I just love to talk, and if anyone's interested in listening to what I have to say um, and some very honest feedback without feeling uh, attacked, just for the benefit of helping with the growth and that financial wellness, yeah, you can reach me on on uh, LinkedIn, uh, Sheila McMullen. Excellent. Thank you so much. And then also listeners look out because we actually have an event <laughs> that's budding and brewing that <laughs> we want to go a little bit further into this um, idea, this lifestyle of financial wellness. So yeah. look out for it. It's coming soon. We're just putting, you know, dates and things together. So again, um, for those who are listening, thank you so much for joining Sheba Shares, a part of the Divas That Care Net Work. No, just <laughs> <laughs> so look out for more to come. If you want to be a guest, listen, hit me up, reach out to me. Um, my Facebook is Sheba Empowers, pretty much all over the platform. Um, LinkedIn, <laughs> uh, Instagram, Facebook, and of course, you know, on the Divas That Care Network. So until next time, Jubilee says bye. Sheila, <laughs> I'll check you another time. Joyce is Thank sleeping. you so much. You're so welcome. All right. Take care, everybody. Thanks. All for right. Take care. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.